Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Kim Tolson. If you don't know me yet, I'm the person behind the Traveling Therapist podcast, which is part of the SciCraft network of podcasts. I am so proud to be part of this network along with Aaron and Nathan at ShrinkThink. If you haven't discovered the Traveling Therapist podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore the ins and outs of running a therapy practice while you travel the world. Be sure to check us out at thetravelingtherapist.com slash podcast for all the updates and lessons I'm learning as a traveling therapist and the adventures of other traveling therapists. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are excited to be here again today as always. We love being here. We love our show. We love our listeners. We love what we do. So, so much love. So much love. In fact, I got a tear. <laughs> Thank you for wiping away my tear. We are excited to be here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, a conversation I had with a friend recently about, he asked me a question about what do you do when you are growing? You've done some personal growth in your life and you're kind of realizing that some of these friends maybe that you've had for a long time or throughout your life they're kind of no longer serving you anymore. It's not like these are bad people. It's not like the relationships are bad or toxic. They're just not really where you are. And so he's like, is it okay to like get rid of these friendships or to change them in some way? Like, I feel bad even asking that question. But I was like, actually, this is a good question because a lot of people have this question, especially after they come to therapy, right? (laughs) Because they do some growing and they go back into their life and they're like, oh, with that, we're going to talk about that subject. Nathan, what are your initial thoughts? <laughs> My initial thought, honestly, you were like, if they're not serving you, what do I, <laughs> right. what do, I do with them? Bad servant, <laughs> go away. If they're, so does that mean that they're not like fanning me with a big <laughs> fan and feeding me grapes? Yeah, none of my friends are doing that. <laughs> right. My initial thoughts are, this actually happens a lot. I mean, we end up in these conversations and it's not because somebody's getting tired of something. It's more that you start realizing the other person's not really there for you. It's almost like the relationship's kind of gone where it's going to go. And you have all this habit type of talk, same kinds of conversation come up. You kind of, you already know what the person's going to say. You've gotten used to maybe um, the person that's kind of asking you this question, asking us this question is used to going deeper than we used to go but maybe not in that relationship. And it's almost like that relationship doesn't know how to do it. And the problem is, I think in some cases, that their friend, whoever we're talking about, isn't open to it. Like they want to kind of stay in the rut. Here's a good example of that. I would, we deal with this all the time. It's like if you've got some friends and you all drink together and that's what you do, you go out, you have fun, maybe you get drunk. 
but there's all kinds of like, you know, crazy things that are happening at the bar or at somebody's house or whatever. And then it's like you decide or maybe you're the the one where like um, your partner has got an issue with your drinking because like another time like you ended up on YouTube doing something stupid or a drunk phone calling, you know, with some angry rant or whatever. So it's like, OK, I need to quit drinking. And so you do You come to therapy, you get some help, you quit drinking. And then it's like, wait a minute, all of these friends that I have, like we've had some great times. Maybe we go back to like high school. But I'm not drinking anymore. And that's what they're doing. Like I can be around them, especially if we're like at a sports bar, maybe or we're watching a game it, like we're in public. But like if somebody's, you know, throwing a party or we're like out at some big event, like I don't really want to go because that's all everyone's doing. And I don't want to be there with my like Coke, you know, <laughs> right. sipping my water, my milk, <laughs> my milk, <laughs> my milk, extra cold, please <laughs> on ice. Two percent. <laughs> Where did you get the milk? <laughs> did you take it in with you? Yes. <laughs> you drag your cooler right. in your little. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, what's in your cooler? Man, I got some nice two percent rolling up here. You guys want some? It's on ice, baby. <laughs> right. Does the body good? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like that. Like, what are you going to do? Right. So like these friendships, they're great people, you know, and and oftentimes they're going through their own struggles or they've got their own issues that have kept them from being able to go deeper or to look at like real issues. Maybe they got some problems in their life that they're running away from or whatever, whatever the case may be. But you're like wanting to deal with your stuff. And these people are not. It doesn't seem like they are. You try to have some of these conversations and they're just kind of more shallow because they're drinkers. You know, there's another flavor to this. It's the um, it's the friend that you you meet with them. They basically tell you a bunch of things. You really don't end up saying much. You listen a lot. And then the conversations when you're looking at your watch and you're realizing like you've got other stuff you have to do. You were going to hang out for the X amount of time. And that time is basically coming to an end. And it's one more time where you don't know why you're there. Mm -hmm. Like, apparently you're there for the other person. Um, and they have their scheduled brain dump, apparently. And that's, again, we're not saying that that's entirely bad. Like, there, there are friendships like that that are fine. You know, you can have people in your life like that where you're there, you care about them. Maybe they helped you through something and maybe you're helping them through something or whatever. Or if this is the way it always is, um, maybe you get something out of being with them and that's fine. You know, but we're saying is like when you're moving in a direction in your life where you're ready to move on from that. And maybe like this guy was saying, essentially, like, I need something more. I need to be fed. You know, I need to have friends that are going to sharpen me. They're going to hold me accountable, ask me questions. We can have deeper conversations, have deeper connections like we talked about in a previous episode. So I need people in my life like that. So I can't continue to have friendships that are only like that. I need something more. So is this okay to let go of? Right. And I guess the question is in some ways, how, how do you do it? I mean, it's one of those things where do you need to actually guillotine this thing, take, make the break, or do you just ghost them over time? You're fired. <laughs> that's what you need to do. You got to do the cobra. <laughs> the cobra, the hand cobra. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked saying that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? You're fired. <laughs> what do you mean? Why are you walking away? Wait, come back. I thought we were friends. <laughs> you just fired me. Yeah. Anyway, if I was in that situation, I kind of was. You were fired. I wasn't the fired guy. Um, mm -hmm. I'm the fire. I'm never the fired guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope I'm not. 
I think the another avenue that happens over time, this is a situation I found myself in, is I found myself being, if I did not schedule it or to set it up, it's not going to happen. If you were not the one that did but, it. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. is the way it is. So I just stopped. And there's a couple of people I didn't see for like two or three years. Like, and, and so in that way, actually, after a while, I thought, well, I do like hanging out with them, but I don't, I want to be pursued, right? I want to have them reaching out to me, which I had the conversation, honestly, with them. And that did change it a bit. And I think that's a, that's a normal part of a relationship. I mean, when you're saying that, it's, I don't think you're really saying like, I'm going to sit back and like, wait for them to call me. No, it's like in every relationship, I think you want to know that you're valued and that you're important to the other person. It's not just that I'm important uh, or you're important to me and I'm reaching out to you. And when it's convenient for you or because I'm doing it, then you're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to get together. But it's like, why is it always me that's doing that? Right. When the other person shows initiation and takes the initiative to reach out and do those kinds of things, then you're like, oh, you were thinking about me and you care about me and you value this relationship just as much as me because we're both investing into it. Yeah. And I want to say in the same way that of the vein that we've started this uh, podcast, there's a certain age where this kind of actually becomes a bigger deal. I think, I think when you start getting into your Mm forties, it really starts to separate, um, friends from, from like old habits, (laughs) right? Because in the friends that you end up keeping, generally speaking, or the people that you end up hanging out with more generally are, is because of the mutual setup of the, of the friendship. Like maybe you don't say anything and then they call you and then they don't say anything and then you call them. But there is still, when you, when you go through a lot of growth, maybe, and typically it's in therapy, people come in IFS is a great example. We've talked about it before, episode 50. I refer to it literally all the time. IFS can get some very quick, deep changes where people have these major realizations is what I would say. It's not like it happens all the time, but when it happens, it's it's almost like this life reevaluation thing where they they almost don't get along. In other words, they're not really proud of themselves for hanging out with these some of their friends. Right, because some part of them has shifted, right? Like maybe they're operating from part A of themselves, which in this will kind of spare you some of the details, but it's sort of like a manager part maybe. And then as you sink into more of your true self, it's like you shift and you're a little bit different maybe to the um, outside world, but you're a lot different to the inside world. Right. And it doesn't feel, you don't get anything more from that. It's like, I don't really, that part of myself is healed or it's, it's Mm -hmm. done and so it doesn't need to be managed. I don't manage it. And um, it just, I'm just okay. Right. And so now you're with maybe a person before that would basically just be, we're friends with the manager, mm-hmm. but there is no manager. If I, if, I don't need, <laughs> if I don't need to be managed, then I'm like, mm, I don't need this. <laughs> right. like, Why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. And it can feel weird. So you get, so I guess uh, kind of our point is there's several uh, ways I think that people get into these situations. Some is just you grow up, you get older. Some is that you you grow quickly through a therapeutic intervention, or maybe you just have a realization through some some of your own personal growth uh, ways that you've been choosing to do. But then the question after that is, okay, well, it, it sounds like what these guys us are saying is it's okay to back off, but I guess the question is how, right? Yeah, and I think you so you said. Uh, one of those ways, which I think is okay, I wouldn't say that it's like the best, but it's, I've done this and I know other people that have done this. It's kind of like, I'm curious what happens if I don't initiate with this person or if I don't text them, if I'm not calling or scheduling something, 
I'm kind of curious to see what happens. So I guess one way to start is like, let's see if this other person responds or or, or maybe um, in my mind, it's a little bit of an experiment of like, is this even true? It, it is what I'm thinking accurate. Am I the one that's always initiating? So let's see what happens if I give it some time. If I don't text, if I don't respond for a month or two months, and maybe at a certain point, you're not really intending it to be two or three years, but that's just is kind of what happens because you're like, I'm not initiating. And so nothing's happening. And so you just sort of forget about it. And then time goes on and it's like, oh yeah, dude, what happened to this person? Like, that's actually kind of an indication of like, yeah, what, whatever you were thinking or hypothesis was true. And now, you know, so I think it's okay, but I think there's something that needs to happen after that or somewhere inside of that, which is like, you need to have the conversation with somebody. I think, I think it probably does depend on what is going on currently. Like, cause the other side of this coin is the, is the friend that you're with a lot. And honestly, it, it's, it's got to the point where it's kind of annoying. Like you don't really, it's the same thing we were mentioning earlier. It's are, all about them. Are you saying something about me <laughs> like I, I have this moment of like wait is he talking about me all of a sudden like what are you trying to say <laughs> on air what are you telling me something <laughs> on air this sounds funny we should have an on air light that's but true. no i'm not saying <laughs> okay we're still friends okay <laughs> yeah um we do need an on air light that would be badass um so i think it's more like it, I, i'm thinking of sitcoms right now and i don't really want to describe them in any of those but but like the one person, maybe you're the person who's kind of got these ideas that you want to go do something, but the other person would never want to do that. You've become more interested in doing different things. You know, they won't. You've suggested it. They are not interested. No, bro, we always do blah, blah, or whatever. And you're sitting there like, okay, well, it's almost like you need to break up with them and kind of go through like, hey, we're just in different spaces. It's not you. It's me. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> classic actually <laughs> actually is exactly the opposite it's totally you <laughs> <laughs> right anyway but you might you probably do need to say something so what would you what would you say yeah i think as uh, you're putting me on the spot but i think mm -hmm. just be honest first of all like hey i've just been doing a lot of growth i've really valued our friendship you know we've spent this time together we've done all these things and it's been great you know i've really appreciated you um i enjoy my time with you and I'm thinking specifically if like, you know, that instance where it's like you do all the talking, I do all the listening. Maybe I can be like, I really enjoy you. I would say things that are true about the other person because I do want them to know that I do care about them on some level. Right. That's not untrue. Just because we're sort of breaking up on this level doesn't mean that I don't enjoy you on some level. So I appreciate you. Enjoy you. I've been doing some growth and I'm really needing some friendships in my life that can go deeper. I've learned some things about myself or I'm exploring some things about life that I need support with. I need help with. And um, I just have found that every time I bring that up, it's really difficult for us to have those kinds of conversations. And so um, I guess I'm thinking in my mind as we're talking about this, maybe it's not so much we're totally breaking up, but it's like um, I might not be spending as much time with you. Um, as we have been because I'm pursuing these other kinds of relationships. You know, as you're saying this, I think there is an element that you, it's like you are officially inviting this person into a deeper, a different relationship. Right. And it, it really, it's kind of a call to action. Maybe you've done things, you've said some stuff. It hasn't landed because the person's not really hearing you. Like um, they're just kind of slinking right back in the same old thing again 
And so this kind of conversation is like highlighting, hey, you know, you may have noticed I've been kind of different. You know, I've been going to therapy or you've known I've been interested in these kind of things. And I really haven't been doing that kind of stuff anymore. So I'm letting you know that, that I'm I'm not interested in doing those things anywhere. Like so and I know that we do like we kind of that's kind of been our thing. So I don't know what we're going to do now mm-hmm. that it's not even my thing at all. Um, whatever this, whatever this is, like whatever habit you have together or whatever. I think you could have like some sort of uh, invitation to the other person. Like if you thought maybe they would be interested in it or trying it, you know, like I would love for you to be able to, you know, come with me and go into that arena. But it seems like every time we talk about it, you're just not interested. Um, but I mean, if you are, then I would be open to exploring that. But it just doesn't seem like that's something that has been your thing. And that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't mean just because I'm going in this direction and you have no interest in going that direction um, doesn't mean anything bad about us. And here's where I guess in my mind, when I was saying this earlier, I was like, (laughs) it's a little bit of a Marie Kondo moment where you're like, you're pulling out the friendship and you're like sitting with it on your lap and you're like, (sighs) shirt, you have served me well in my life. Thank you for keeping me warm and going with me on all of these outings. Goodbye. <laughs> it's like you're appreciating that that object, that person, that relationship for what it did, for how it served you in your life and what what it served each of you, because that did have a tremendous amount of value for that time and for where you were. Right. So it's it's honestly about honoring the entire thing. I mean, in the as we're talking about this, we're therapists and we sound like therapists, like an hour day. Because I don't know how not. I don't know how not. I know. I'm the same way. I get told that like my wife is like, do you don't sit, be a normal person. Say it normal. I am me. Like (laughs) this is what I do all day long. I don't don't know. know. I don't even know. (laughs) The lines are blurred. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess. you know, like I'm thinking of a bro ham that needs to say, like, bro, I'm in a different place. So we're kind of done. Dude, dude, I'm like in a different place, dude. <laughs> okay. I have to say, like, we totally were, were like in, uh, where was it? Savannah? No, it was Jekyll Island, Jekyll Island, Georgia last year. And this guy came up and was talking to us. And, um, and that's how he sounded. We did the, it's like it's total bro. Honestly, ham. dude, 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 check it, dude, check it out. Just for a second, dude. I just want to tell you one more thing. And the guy <laughs> talked literally like that. And we can't stop every once in a while. We He's our broham. And he is a broham. He's totally like that. Whatever you think of in your mind of that. They so do. Anyway. They are out it's there. Like... They're on Jekyll Island. <laughs> That's where they are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was an awesome situation. It was so funny. I just think about it. So I don't know how you would say it maybe in a different scenario. But but what we're trying to get across is what you need to consider need to consider the relationship, you know, say something about it, of what what it's been like for you over time, and then highlight the differences that are, that are now. Because maybe, maybe the very action that you, that needs to happen to change the relationship and grow it is just simply to have the conversation where, where which maybe you don't want to do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to ghost them. Yeah. And, and two more things. I think um, it's going to be uncomfortable, like as you went, when you're saying that, Nathan, I'm thinking you're putting something out there and I'm very well aware and talking with other people that we as therapists get really, really comfortable with silence and discomfort, but most other people are not. So this is like a call to like, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to put it out there and then you're going to feel uncomfortable, but you got to let the discomfort just be. Don't try to like, oh, well, but because that's when you might start like, 
changing what you're saying or compromising, going, compromising <clears throat> going back on your boundary or whatever it is. So be be ready and be willing to tolerate the discomfort. And then I think the last thing is sometimes people actually when they have these breaks or when they lose some of these relationships, they go away and they think about it. They miss what they had. And they're like, oh, man, that was like, I really miss Nathan. Like, that was really helpful <laughs> to me. Like, I, I, I didn't want to go where he was going, but like, may, I'm kind of thinking maybe I do want that. You know, because I, I really value him and I'm, I'm realizing he brought a certain depth to me that I don't have. Maybe you were the person that brought me a little bit deeper, but I wasn't really willing to go there. But now that it's gone, I'm like, maybe I do want that and I will go there. And maybe sometimes and I'm not saying a lot, but sometimes those people may come around and say, you know what? I did a lot of thinking like months later or years later. I did a lot of thinking and I did some of my own growth. And, and I would like to have you back in my life because I really appreciate that depth. If you're willing. Yeah. And the other thing too, that you might realize is, um, that there are certain things that you really could only do with them that you really enjoy. And so maybe the relationship just, fo- just changes focus. Maybe right. what you do is you don't intentionally pursue like, um, the depth other than to say like, well, you know, I've been going through differences and changes or whatever. Um, and so I'm not really interested in doing that. And that you just make little statements like that. And the relationship kind of just starts to divide you end up spending less time. And then over time, you are really honestly not spending very much time except for the time that you have those shared things. And that's okay. It's not like you are slowly ghosting them. It's just like, all you're doing is focusing on what the relationship actually means to you and what you're mutually getting back from it. Right. With all of this, um, it's okay for your relationships to change because as we grow and we evolve, your relationships need to as well. And that's perfectly okay. And just as a disclaimer, we're going to start saying this at the end of our episodes. Even though we are clinicians and we are therapists, this is not clinical advice, right? We are not your clinicians. We are not your therapist. (laughs) Um, I'm not your therapist. He's not your therapist, but we do have the cheese, but we got the cheese. <laughs> so take it for what it is. It's not legal advice. It's not clinical advice, you know, but we hope it's helpful. And we thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 